0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Finding
1: Our Way podcast, the official podcast of the band Wayland. Recorded once again from their home
2: studio in Joshua Tree, California, please give a Wayland-born welcome to your hosts,
1: Mitch Arnold and Philip.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, Wayland Warriors, people, people of the city. People, people of the city. People of the city. Listen, uh, that's a, that is a, um, little inside joke from back when Mitch and I used to play open mics in Echo Park, uh buddy of ours, Miller Duvall. Yes. He's listening. No relation to the actor. People of the city. He's in no relation to... um, Robert Duvall? Yeah, he's not related to him. Or Shelley Duvall? Neither one of them. Okay. (laughs) But he's a a gin distiller now in Los Angeles. and still a songwriter. An incredible artist. Yeah. We got to have Miller on sometimes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Enough of that Miller talk. It's not Miller time. It's not Miller time. No. We are here. It is a a very special day in the Desert Studio. Um, We wanted to welcome in... um, our, our new friend, our new family member, um, this is Joey Clement, who's been playing bass with us. He's just joined the band.
2: Officially, that's a big deal, huge deal. Thank you, thank you very much. Hold that a, mic right a, up to your it face. It was, um, it's in the face now. Yes. Yeah. there you, Joey. Yeah, thank go. you. Enjoy. We,
1: thank want, we you. want everyone to hear your
0: hear your voice. Yes.
2: Well, it was a uh, it was a monumental thing joining this band. So of course, I would want everybody at home to hear this.
0: Why? What do you mean? Why was just, it monumental uh, yeah, it was for you? Monumental. It was monumental for us. Yeah. It was
2: just uh, just in the in the scope of the whole pandemic. And how every every you know things seem to be falling away from a lot of us in a lot of ways. I don't know if you at home were the same as me, but who nobody I didn't know what the heavens I was doing, and uh, just to kind of like stumble upon something you weren't necessarily looking for, but you were looking for the whole time is what happened. So we uh, we just we stumbled upon the door of Wayland here. We being me individually. I don't know why I said we because it's just me that mm. I was talking about. That's okay. But I'll backtrack into the story now. I think and we I should stumb- tell the story. Yeah, absolutely. I, stumbled, I do too. I stumbled on end. Make sure first, You Should hold that microphone up to your face. Yeah.
1: First, first, I I kind of like to know um, just where you have been before you got here with us.
2: I think we need to go all the way back to the beginning.
1: Okay. Okay. Where are you sure. from?
2: I grew up in a town in South Dakota called Rapid City, South Dakota, yeah. eighteen miles from Sturgis. Oh yeah, the yeah. Grand. Symphony the grand of, motorcycle. Master
0: of motorcycle. Thank rallies. you. Uh, I mean, that's a, you know that that is a very sacred land for us yes. because that's where we got exposed to people all over the country. You know, some of our first we, we did like four, five, six years in a row out doing the full throttle saloon. Because That's of our right. friend Jesse Dupree yep. and
2: Mike Ballard that owned that. And because of the nature of the of the rally itself, they probably exposed themselves to you as well. There was some and exposure. There was some
1: exposure. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. That's
2: uh, just what it is yeah. there. Uh, it is we the love land.
0: that. It is the land of assless chaps. <laughs> <laughs> See, everybody's but what's got What's cool em. about it is these are asses from all over the country. Like That's nobody, true. As you know, hardly anybody actually lives there. So, like, we would play to, you know, let's say 15,000 people one night. Well... Those fifteen thousand people we would see then all over the country, all over the country, from Florida to New Jersey to you know Washington, and see you next year at Sturgis. You know yep. that was a thing we all meet there, which we're going to be back there this year. Yeah, which is we very are. exciting. Yes, not at the full throttle. We'll be at the Iron Horse. I don't know if the date is released yet. By the time this comes out, but maybe maybe the podcast listeners get get to know the secret. Should we tell them? Tell, tell them the songs. I I say drop it. Yeah, it's a hometown show for Joey. Yeah, we're playing the Iron Horse Saloon in Sturgis. On Friday, August thirteenth. Oh man. Friday, Friday the thirteenth, hometown that's right. show. It, and we're opening for Tommy Vexed, the lead singer of Bad
2: Wolves, which is a X b- awesome band. Vexed. Awesome band, yeah. Ex lead singer. Great songwriter. What? X League's lead singer. Of he's the, the ex-lead singer. Yes. Vex, stack Sorry. Yes, you know, you're right about he that. He is but he's a in the band and and, Oh, he's a force. Yeah, he's a force.
0: He's a creative force. I cannot wait to connect yeah, with him. I, I agree. And what's cool, I don't know if you know this, but the band Bad Wolves, uh, they tried to buy the song How Long From Us. They tried to put that on their last record because we wrote it with one of their producers and it was a big moment for us. Yeah. Um, we had to kind of decide. At the time, we were like... We were in, like, a weird place. Like, we just come off the road. The pandemic was going on. We were feeling a bit displaced, a little lost. And this call came through that Bad Wolves wants to put our song on their record and cut it. And we had to kind of make the decision of, like, no, we, we believe in that song. We believe in our band. Right. And I'm so glad we did. Oh, 100. percent It's one of our
2: favorite songs. It's your favorite high harmony now, it's Joey. Like that's that's it. Always has been. Yeah, that was like <laughs> one of the first ones you learned. Yeah, it's one of the, It is. It's one of the most challenging ones to sing, too. Truth be told, but uh, it's so rewarding yeah. when it yeah. <laughs> when it's it happens such an so. It's
0: such an anthem for the it time. Is.
2: It is. So those uh, those singers of you at home start working on your harmonies because this 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 record is going to have a bunch of them on there. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And, it's true. Uh, so
0: so you, so from from South Dakota. Mm-hmm. How do you get to Los Angeles?
2: I uh, parents dropped me off when I was eighteen. When went to 18. went to music school. They're like,
0: get out of here.
2: Well, luckily my well luckily they knew that a, a college career would have probably uh, railroaded itself into not a degree. They, pretty they quickly. could tell <laughs> you were not you were not made for I'm college. Not, the cloth had, the cloth was not the variety of cloth of a college cloth. It was a different right. It was more, more of a, a loincloth? more of a raggedy, <laughs> r- like you know, a, tw- tw- a twine almost oh, mm-hmm, kind of a, mm-hmm. a w- rolling tumbleweed effect cloth. You're like, There's only one place for this cloth. This this kid this kid needs to go to music school, or else we're all we're all screwed. So you went to music school. Went to music school. Not a
0: lot of rock and roll musicians can say that.
2: No, I I, I went to music school. Uh, learning, I learned the Rage Against the Machine album, and I thought I was ready to take over the planet. I was like, okay, I'm well, ready. Well, if you
1: learn that. If you learn that record, be kind of sure you feel like uh, I can imagine the That's first Crazy
2: Machine record uh, just sonically, for, just for riffs uh sonically rock just all those things together not vocally like obviously it's amazing rap and rap lyrics but like well, you, were in, you were really you were into the music i was yeah. in, i was listening to bass lines like when i listened to chili peppers i wasn't listening to key to struggle to find the key you know like you know whatever they were working on there and he's right. incredible and mm-hmm. Fruciante is they're an, an incredible band but no i was looking listening to flea Uh, Tear it up on the bass at that age.
0: Were you drawn to the bass immediately?
2: I was drawn to the bass immediately. Really? Uh, Yeah, there was a kid that grew up that I grew up with his name was Chris Bume one of the greatest guitar players of all time uh, In my eyes and he as a seventh grader They played Weezer by Buddy Holly at the seventh grade talent show. I was in eighth grade I saw it. They didn't have a bass player and I was just like I didn't even really know what bass was I was just like I'm a bass player. I'm gonna play with him. Wow and then like we it developed into that and i told He joined his told, band joined his band and then like got you know he got me into it initially so did he go
0: on to play professionally
2: so yeah he uh like he uh you know it didn't the he moved ho- he moved home and stuff and um you know that was a that actually ended up being a sad story like he's one of my best friends of all time and uh like just he like, i don't even know what to say he's he uh yeah just like anyway just uh no he didn't end up playing any music but uh what do you mean he moved home? You guys were... Yeah, he, he moved back to South Dakota. And oh, he I went stayed. to L.A.? He, yeah, no, he was out here in L.A. with me and everything, yeah. Oh, I didn't know so, that. You guys moved out together mm-hmm. to but be in I, a band? Well, I was a year ahead of him in school, so oh, okay. I moved out here, went to music school like kind of ch- checked out where to move and all that stuff even though i had us move into like one of the worst places you could possibly move to <laughs> like, i mean we did the same thing oh yeah. We, we did like, yeah we moved to like the get oops we moved to the ghetto yeah. sorry mom you, you know. don't know the you difference. We you had, can <laughs> like, so he just you can he
0: just didn't it wasn't for him being out you yeah it just
2: wasn't for him so it, you know he moved back and i stayed and like i just that was it you guys still in touch No, not uh not in touch not in touch anymore. Uh, I talk you know talk to him when I can, of course. Yeah. But um. You know, there's friends like that. Like I have absolutely. friends from my childhood that
0: I might not talk to them for 10 years, and and then they might write a comment on my Facebook page or something like that. And it's just like, I guess it the journeys in life come and go, and it just it's okay, you know. Uh, if we, yeah, hundred percent. So you um,
2: you had the. You had a band, yeah, you had a group ca- of guys. Came out here, got had a group of guys, started valet parking cars. Oh, and, yeah. Mitch and, was also I a valet. I was, I was a valet you? supervisor. That, was. Oh, that's the Anaheim Hilton. supreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's that's a big deal. That's a big candle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wore a blazer. It's a big flame. You yeah. did
0: not last long at that job. No, I didn't. You got caught taking naps. <laughs> I got caught taking naps
2: and, <laughs> and stealing bagels, I
0: believe.
1: Yeah, stealing bagels from the Hilton and, but, but. They got us into our first NAM show. Yes. And at the time it was super oh, it, was it was so was kick-ass. major for us.
0: That's yeah. Big. It was so big. big. Yeah. Awesome. I mean like saw Carlos Santana play. Yeah. We were like partying with ACDC in the hotel lobby. We were just these like
2: that's so young, cool.
0: total jackasses.
2: That is so that's so LA. Like you move there, like get a hookup yeah. at this thing where you're maybe not even supposed to be there exactly. yet. And that's all of a exactly sudden, what you're, it was. Yeah. You're- and I
1: definitely wasn't supposed to be there. I was partying in the Hilton yeah. as the valet, and and my <laughs> His boss, manager saw him. My manager's like, "Hey, dude, like you can't be here. Like <laughs> you're you're a supervisor that works for this company. You cannot be here." Either way, I didn't. Last you made long. the choice
0: right there. I did, and you stuck it to the man. Yeah, I really did. Yeah. I did. That's so amazing. you you went on to um, get some. Kind of high-profile gigs.
2: Yeah, it took me. It took me a minute. My time in LA has been it's been lengthy, but yeah, I uh, I did get some cool gigs. I started playing with uh, Alex Band of The Calling uh, in 2008. And you then, know, I
0: had never heard of The Calling, but everyone I mentioned that to when you come up, they, everybody knows
2: The Calling. When you played me their songs, well, I, they had a number I'd one, right? Yeah, number one hit. What's the um, song? It's called "Wherever You Will Go." It was like Billboard magazine number one song of the 2000s.
0: Wow.
2: Um, so it was like, that was a cool, that was like my first, like you get to go on an airplane gig. Like you Mm -hmm. get to leave the country and play music for other people, which was amazing.
0: And then you met us and we're like, you get to go in a van. Yeah.
2: (laughs) As long as we get to go by rivers, we're fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that was cool. And then I, I got, uh, stumbled in, got an audition to play with David Cook, the American Idol. And that was an amazing opportunity for me It's just like a. As a freelance bass player at that time, just looking for bands to join to get a call like that was cool. Yeah, got to do Saturday Night Live and wow. fly to Iraq and play for the troops, and it was a it was a really cool.
0: That is something that incredible. We, gig we are really hoping to do in the looking, near future. I'm looking
2: forward. I
1: mean, I, I think we're really looking forward yeah. to doing that. We're I don't, talking to
0: the USO people. I right just now. do
1: not see any possible way that we would not be doing that at no, some that's, point. It's. You
2: know? uh, have to for any rock band. You have to play for the troops. Like Well, just it's near and dear to our heart. It really we is. We know so
0: many, so many veterans, and I don't know if you know this, but we've got a song we haven't learned it yet as a band on our, on rinse and repeat our last record. It's called "The Brave Don't Run," and it's dedicated to anybody that's ever served in the military. And it's just a fucking powerhouse yeah. of the song, and and, um, and just
1: all the all the people, all the family and the friends that we have in the military. When they talk about the bands coming on the base, they say it with such a full heart. About the impact that the band had on them in the middle of this crazy desert or wherever they're at in this in this yeah world, mm-hmm. and their one of their favorite bands comes out to the base and plays, and literally it stays with them. Well, and, it's
0: our only way to say thank you. Yeah, exactly. Look, what are we gonna say? Thank you for your service. Yeah, no we're kidding. When we're in line at the grocery store, like no, that's, that like I can't. That doesn't. That means I mean, I'm sorry. Like I, I love to. I I do express that yeah. gratitude to them, but it's doesn't. It's like God. The least I could do is play you a song on my no guitar. Kidding. It's this I, thing that I we do. That. Let me yeah. share this with you at least. Yeah,
2: like they're over there fighting for our freedom. You know. Yep. So that's why we want to do that. That's that's, that's awesome that was, you do that. It was an incredible experience. Um, that was that was a highlight of my life. Definitely wow. getting to do that. Um, so how long were you with David Chopper's. Cook? I was with him for almost a year, and then I went right from that right into uh, Selena Gomez in the scene. Wow. And that was uh did that for three years, what was that which is like? amazing. What's the, what,
0: what's the difference now from David Cook well, to that Selena was, Gomez?
2: That was a big difference. Uh the band's just completely different. Uh David Cook Cook was totally rock band. Um Chris Cornell co wrote the first single. Wow. Like so it was like, you know, had, like uh Rob Cavallo produced the record. So for it was anyone a that doesn't band. know Rob
0: Cavallo did all the Green Day stuff. Right. My chemical romance. I believe he did some Shinedown stuff. Um he is just the fucking architect of true. massive rock and roll yeah. records.
2: So that was I stepped right into that. Basically, the right when I got hired for David Cook was they were finishing the records. So I got to hang out at Rob Cavallo's house when they were finishing the album, just like oh shooting gosh. hoops, drinking Colt forty fives at two in the afternoon. And I was like, uh, okay, it was. <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I I'm here now. Wow. This is what I am doing. And uh, you know and what? Was really Think about amazing... all the
0: bass players in Hollywood. Think about all the all the musicians. Like that is a win.
2: It's a huge win. That's that was a that was a pivotal moment in my life. I was down to my last. It was like literally, I was down to my last six hundred dollars. I just told somebody that I was gonna move into their apartment, their room in their apartment for six hundred dollars a month, and I had my last gig that was gonna pay anything uh, in like halfway through the month. So I had basically like a month's worth of money and I like had this, the one audition. I was like, okay, I got this audition. It was like, I looked myself in the face in the mirror and told myself I was going to get it. And I got it. Wow. It was like one of those like you have to get this. You got You're, to. Like you've got to. Well, what are you gonna do?
0: So what was the <laughs> so what was it what was the difference then going to Selena Gomez? What's the worlds? What's what's the playing? Well, Everything. What's in, the crowd? Interestingly,
2: we didn't play much right when I first got into Selena. It was uh, a lot of just press. We did a video shoot and uh like re- literally did not much because I got hired in the winter. It was like right going into fourth quarter. So they put the single out the album out we did a couple like dancing with the stars tv show did a video shoot and then like one like four song thing here but no lot no like live music dates for months after getting that gig we didn't start playing the full rock set for six months i think wow so it was a complete change of pace because i was on tour with david cook for Straight through, basically. It was a five month mm. run we had been on. So it was a big change. Yeah. Playing rock music to like, okay, you're learning a pop record. There's some real guitar, bass guitar on the album, there's some not real bass, which is cool uh in that world. So I got to be, I got to get some cool synth pedals and be, be the, you know, create the bass lines of the album that were done on synthesizers. I was like, okay, I'm going to be a synth bass player. This is awesome. Wow. So I got to kind of broaden my scope into that. Um, while being a rock bass player, I got I approached it as a rocker. So it was always so I got to really Be a fingerprint of the live show Obviously the records were the were what the records were gonna be with the live show. We were a rock rock band That's that's cool like I had distortion pedals and octave pedals and like like, you know, we were going at it So, so
0: what did you have like 15,000 nine-year-old girls out there screaming for you?
2: <laughs> there were a couple. Yeah, most there were a lot right? of nine-year-old girls. That was probably the average age mm-hmm. Yep. You know? That's very different. It, it was yeah. uh, it was very different, and they were just so enamored with seeing Selena Gomez in person, yeah. you know. But, but I saw some dads and moms out there looking at the looking at the band, being like, "Oh yeah." So I was like, "What's up?" I <laughs> yeah, was always it's kind of cool. probably has I'll for both. Look, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yep, yeah, you got to get catch the dad out there that's just like, like, yeah, you guys are grooving. Yeah, that's cool. So that was that was fun. It was an amazing opportunity for me as a musician. How did that end? It just like she became, she started doing, she took a hiatus, started doing movies and stuff, took oh, okay. a year off and then just didn't need a band. came back uh, as Selena, it was Selena Gomez in the scene when I did it. And mm-hmm. then she came back to Selena Gomez so that she just hired a new band oh. and they only did like one or two little tours and she's had some successful singles and has done fantastically. She's done all right. But there hasn't yeah, she's been done great, but there hasn't been the same like touring a band. A, with a band, I don't think for very long. Oh, okay, but, but uh, she's she's done great. Obviously, the songs are amazing, and
0: and so what? So what was your path then? If you're, okay, that gig ended,
2: and you're jamming with people in L.A., right? Yeah, I, I'm right after that ended. I moved to Nashville, Tennessee, for three years. Ah, like off and on, I still took place in L.A. I didn't officially leave, um, but I started a, a country rock band, mm. and we tried our tried our hand in the ville. And uh and that was good. We got to do some really cool stuff. We got all the way to we opened for Dan and Shay twice. Great band. Great yeah. singers, great guys, great band. So my personal band got all the way to opening for Dan and Shay, which was like that's pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. I you know, I wasn't I wasn't upset with how far we got. I think we could have gone further, you know, but like we always just like you know, it just doesn't have, like for whatever you know people things are, just people like are the band the, same page. the band dispersed. The, yeah, the band dispersed. Okay, uh, like line up, everything like just life. Yeah. You know, life happens as we all know. So that can happen. that's yep. just like true. you know. I
0: feel like every single day we have a choice. You know, like even when you're in a band, even when you're on the road, like it's like you even commit to let's say a two month tour. Well, every day during that two months, you have a choice to not leave and go home. It's
1: true. Because we've
0: had people walk out on us in the middle of a tour, like people we thought were our band members, our friends, and and I, and like I'm not that's not a bad thing. It just that's the way it happened. But I gotta say that's why this is such a big deal to us yeah. right now with you and Haas coming in because I kind of look back over the last year and a half that it was or a year I guess that it was just me and Mitch during the pandemic, and um, I didn't know if I was ever gonna trust people again, like in that way, to trust them to bring them in. Because we all know like what you're talking about, being in a band is a it's an intimate relationship. It's a very
1: intimate relationship.
0: Everyone's Absolutely. putting in energy,
2: time, money, uh, thought, uh, rearranging schedules. And then being all creative and um, creative people, we're all emotional people to I mash mean, up. As it's well? a,
1: it's important to show vulnerability. And as you get out here you start to learn what your earthly concerns are, and now your concerns are my concerns. And those things are all things that we talk about as a family and as a band. And, uh, I mean, obviously that's what makes it intimate, but I think that's what some people don't realize. Uh, Just to kind of build on what you were saying, uh, um, we all have a choice when you wake up on that bus if we're going to be connected to the greater good of the people that are on that bus or if we're going to be connected to our own our own agenda. Of oh yeah. What cause I, you cause know,
0: someone just worrying about themselves or going through the motions cause they're don't yes. want to be there or something is almost
2: worse than not being there. It's so true. The negative, the negative, the negativity that that can have on the creative places. can be more detrimental than the le- than the leaving itself. Yeah. Can it's be. Because the
1: people that are really caring, they reach, they're re- trying to reach across that bridge and bridge the gap. And they're putting energy into something that is just sucking it and
0: well, yeah, you have, it's, like it's like you put that hand out, and you have to trust that that person's going to be there right. to grab it. Right. You know, it's a trust that gets built. Yeah. So and I feel like we've done that over the last, what's it been? Two months? Three months? I a, said like three months. It's Like, I would say a
1: crash course in rock and roll.
0: Oh, my gosh. Like, well, I don't want to get there yet. No, no, no. I don't want to get No, no we're not, we won't. We won't. I think that, you know, with all this touring and all this stuff you did, all these amazing gigs and these experiences, I, I have to say I think the most important thing that you've ever done for yourself in your career is get on tinder.
2: I mean, things was, have to happen. It was the biggest it was the, the biggest, biggest thing moment. you could have done, yeah. The best bigg- thing you could have done for yourself was get on Tinder. I think uh, yeah, I mean, it is it's not too early to call that. It's it's I think it's I think the now is the time to call it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. is it too early to say that 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 is no, but I think it's not too early. To I, I mean, no, I'm that's just that's I, I just was looking for a segue, but let um, do really. the segue. He's you're you're gonna get a gig at some radio station writing segues for these guys. <laughs> that was perfect. Um, um, let's tell the story. That yeah. So I, you know, people get lonely in life. You were swiping. It was a pandemic. You're left swiping or right. Left, you're swiping down right. up. What do you swipe left? Lonely tears
0: are hitting your phone.
2: You're Northwest. swiping them. It's lonely tears. Left. It's <laughs> left.
0: It's left to to
1: leave them. Right. 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 I, 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 mean, the I know them.
0: you've had a lot of crazy Tinder experiences. That we don't need to get into
2: in the podcast. <laughs> you had a couple clingers, right? Oh my god. Uh, let's. I mean, I thought we weren't going to get into. No, we we're, <laughs> we're not. We're not. not we're at at all broad. we not not broad. Not I mean, hey everyone, everyone listening uh, has yeah, had a clinger like, or yeah. two. It's okay. We all we've all
0: had past. But there was one. One you One, met a
2: person. I did meet. I made. A, I met a person, and this person.
0: You had a, a connection with
2: as a friend. Yeah, it was a it was a. We had a we had a really nice time together, and we began playing music in the car. As a date might oh, go, you can't go anywhere during a pandemic. Do not step inside of a, a oh, facility yeah. of any kind. Yeah, let's just
0: talk about you trying to have a first so, date during yeah. a pandemic. Can I? Can I, we I, eat? I, I can relate. I can relate. Yes, you can. can, yeah, I can. I can. We, we got a to
2: go coffee. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, there's no step one. If you're a party of two, one person allowed inside. They know you're together. Oh my god. I mean, it was basically that. <laughs> but it, so then so we get, start playing we, music. Guys, thank you playing music. And uh, I played a, a, a song by this guy named an artist named Austin Plain. All y'all should look him up. He's amazing. He's from he's from the great state of Minnesota, Minnesota. as well. And uh, just a great singer-songwriter. I-, I met him out in Nashville, Tennessee, randomly. He gave me, like, at a party, like how it is in Nashville. Like You know, he was a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. I got a CD, threw it in the back of my car, never thought to think anything of it, and then I put it in on my drive back from Nashville to L.A., my final drive home. Put the album in, and it like knocked my socks off.
0: Wow, isn't so that cool? And like it's one, it's that's one of that's those feeling. albums.
2: It's like one to twelve tracks. That you can just go. It's a seamless record for me. Wow. So it was just like uh, uh, one of those records. Uh, Austin Plain, please give him some love. Look him up. Uh, so that was a big record. So I played her Austin Plain, and then she plays me this band for, that's from Joshua Tree uh, called Wayland, and I was like. She, I don't even remember what song it was that she played, um, but this is this is what she chose to play. She chose me, this song. I'd never heard of the band. I was like, okay, this is cool, and and I I was like, okay, I really like uh, I like the vocals. Guy can sing. I was like, I was like, what kind of what's up with this band? She's like, oh, these these guys. I know these guys. Um, she uh, she. I was like, you know these guys, and then I got super jealous. Really? Yeah, because I like then she, I was like she might be dating the singer, <laughs> which actually was true yes, to find out. That was true later. Well, got- Not yet. Not at that moment. No, I th- how did that? So just
0: <laughs> for listening. So like what? Like it, it must have been around the same time. You must. You guys must have been talking. Mitch, you and her had connected on Tinder, right? We
1: did. We did. Yeah. Like I want to say a couple weeks, a, a couple weeks prior um, because because I met I met her on tinder and then after our first date i was already in joshua tree
0: yeah so she lived in van eyes where we had been living in right, that rv park right but you didn't meet her till we were out here in yeah, joshua tree and,
1: and i think it i i mean i'm really bad with timeline memory but um uh i think on her like third or fourth trip out here she mentioned that she had a friend
0: that played the bass yeah, like, we were just finishing up the record, yeah. and kind of, we weren't even interested in, like, looking for band members at that point. You know, we were, like, really focused on the record in here, and we just kind of started to talk about who we might bring in, you know, because we got a lot of friends that are bass players and other bands, and maybe they're not in that band anymore, and we were talking about people that we knew were around and available and that we'd always wanted to play with, because I thought, well, if we're going to do this again, like, as in, like, put this band together... Not if, I mean, we knew we were going to do it again, but like, okay, take everything that we've learned from the past with personalities, with musicianship, with just things, and it's a a chance to do it right with somebody. And so it was like, well, number one, I knew we want to play with the best bass player that we could ever play with. That was like number one. We have to play with the best possible player. Because our friend that was recording the record, Greg Cash, is an amazing to me. Was the best yeah. player that we had ever played with. Like, I, like, and we weren't even playing with him. We were sending right. him the tracks, right. and he was sending them back. But I was like, "Oh, that's what the bass does." Right. Not to discredit any bass Absolutely player not. No. that had ever played with us before. Like our first bass player, Dean, who I know you've heard a lot about because our fans, you know, were so connected with him because he was our first. Yeah. um He was our best friend that learned to play the bass for the band to join our band, and so. The friendship was definitely the thing And yeah. bass playing He just did when he had to really He never right. really it, Which was great And then after him um Our buddy Dallas was a guitar player That came in to play bass Which he did a great job But as we all know as musicians And I didn't really understand this Guitar players that play bass are guitar players that play bass. They're, They're not bass They will players. never really be. Right, a, what, right. And we had no idea what that was, what that bass playing could be. And Greg Cash showed us. Right. So we knew that that bar was set, like the level, you know. So we're just talking about, and Noemi mentioned that she knew somebody. Right. And I
1: actually, I brought it up to you. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, and you kind of dismissed it at first. And I think, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was kind of like, I'm not ready to. I kind of wasn't. Yeah, I'm not really oh, ready. Yeah. You didn't really entertain it. And she kept, she kept bringing it up. She, yeah. and uh, she kept bringing it up to me. Oh, I think that you should check out this guy. And, and so I, I brought it again to, and you said, and then why then don't looked, you, why don't you hit him up?
0: Hit him up, see if he's interested. Yeah. Exactly. And then I looked at your Instagram and it just like, It just looked right. Yeah. You have a 70s Fender jazz bass, which I have, which, like, that's, like, you know what I mean? It was just, like, that, like, the gear matched, Mm. the look matched, the long hair, you're our age. Like, it was just, like, that was, like, the first, like, little light bulb in my head. Like, well, he does look like this, yeah. Yeah, I mean. The clothes. Like, everything, like, you looked like one of us. Like, and we hadn't even met you, you know, so. Midwest. Maybe it's the Midwest. (laughs) It's just, I don't know. It's just. And so then I wrote. Well, what happened? You wrote him. Email? I wrote. I wrote. I wrote
1: Joey on Instagram, um, just to hit him up, and then we ended up. Uh, I think. I think. Then I everybody emailed. Every, yeah. A everybody. Times. Everybody talked. And I sent and you
0: the record. Yep. What was? What was your thought? What Were you? I was like. like
2: I was like. Oh. I was. Because I initially. I. I knew this. I knew that I liked it. I knew I liked it. Before I even heard the new record, so I was like interested. Oh,
0: because you looked and, the band up online. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and well, she I, played it for I you. Ha- yeah. I
2: hadn't even looked up the band online that much. I I had I saw your Insta- I knew you had like a presence on Instagram. Like I saw that and stuff. Um, but I hadn't like s- I hadn't seeked any live performances or anything like that. I was just like I was still treating it just like, you know, like a blank palette. Mm-hmm. I like I like having a blank palette sort of. like, fr- it's fresh. Yes. It's like like don't don't be like don't give myself a frame of mind of like, of possibly falseness yeah. of like, you know what I mean? Who knows? If like, I, I saw the video you of 10 years ago that, you, you know, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm, I don't,
0: mm-hmm. so it's
2: like, unless I'm told to watch a video for reference to, to, to learn something, I don't like to watch a lot of videos mm-hmm. of, of bands that I'm. Yeah, I mean you're, you're bringing what you yeah. bring to it anyway. Yeah, so. I, I'll hear the. I like the record, but then as far as the, your record, when you sent the record to me, I was like, yeah, there's this is this is a banger. Like I was like, this is a re- It's a it's a record. Like it's not just like a flashy sync Like you didn't sparkle. Uh, you didn't sparkle the Los Angeles sheen on two tracks and then put. 10 songs in garage band like you got a record like it's like it's it's just a great record front to back i think so too absolutely Um, so yeah i was in like initially i was like yeah so i you know i learned i think the initially it was like five or six songs Mm -hmm. and then uh came out just came out and just i was like that was it It and 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 just so you know up
1: to this point um and, and and now at this point in time of the story Noemi and i are official full-on right? dating full-on dating full on, she's full my on boyfriend, girlfriend or madly in love with each other she even she, had moved out she, here yeah, yeah yeah she's moved out to joshua tree and all that kind of stuff you're it was the day that you were coming out and she was so nervous she was so nervous <laughs> oh and i couldn't gosh. figure out why she was so nervous. like why is this such a big deal and come to find out they have uh, a love child, <laughs> they have a love child. No, <laughs> that that she was she was nervous to tell me that you guys had met on tinder and that Aww. it was like a date thing um and, and and because up until now i just assumed that you were an old friend um but she was that is hilarious she was so beautiful and cute with it like of course i did not care at all um and, and saw the from the beginning I wouldn't you know I wouldn't care if you guys had dated before like I believe that people are brought into our lives um, for a reason uh, it's so deep but but also if if we're willing to accept them um, and not look at the things that might distract us from the how the, exactly because the how was' important. To some people it might have been and that might have oh I know that might have stopped me from meeting you. Oh what if i been like, No, 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 absolutely it, not. And it
2: wouldn't have been the right situation then. No, right. and it wouldn't and have then it would have been like nope, urch reversal. It yeah. would have been an option, but yeah. yeah.
1: But it's it's great and, and, and it, it, it it's a part of a really cool story and now it, it's like we're e- we're even more family before we
0: started being family, which I think is really beautiful
2: it's it is it's it's fun it's cool man it's only been three <laughs> cool. months but
0: we've had so many amazing moments together like we've gone through some stuff already just through true. rehearsals through pushing each other through uh diving deep into songs um through doing first shows together and that nervous because we the three of us did our first show together before we brought a drummer in to to do a show yeah we did we did, we did. Uh, just a three man acoustic yeah. thing down here, and that was even, and we got through that. And it, it was felt nervous, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and it's been it's been really cool. Um, one of my favorite moments, like one of the first things that really, really touched my heart, um, that made me believe that it could be real, was um, I think it was like the second time you came out here, because um for anyone that doesn't know you live in burbank california so it's a two and a half hour drive out here sometimes three and a two and a half hour three hour sometimes four ride <laughs> home because just so that that's a lot of driving that's a lot of time there's a lot of gas money and so it was like a second or third time you came out here and i said um and we had at that you know like there's, obviously, we've had no income, you know, so we don't have any money, just like you don't have any money. And I had offered you some gas money. We hadn't played any shows yet or anything. And you said, you said you guys wrote all these songs and have provided this. The least I can do is come out here and play them. And I was so yeah. moved by that. Um, over this last couple of weeks, I've done a couple of radio interviews just to get ready for some of the stuff mm-hmm. we have coming up. this And I've mentioned, I've said that quote. Wow. Because they want to hear about the new band members, you know. And I... Dude, that's just like, you know, we've seen people come into something and be entitled or or, not that, I don't know. It's just that was, it meant a lot to us, you know. It, you know, for years I felt
1: Thank like you. the two, yeah. uh, the two of us especially have sacrificed our own health and happiness to try to pull someone into a place. And to get that affirmation from someone that you respect so much as a musician and as a friend. To hear them say that they're invested in the same thing that you are, it's um, it, it's, it's reassuring, and it lets you kind of s- step back and say, I, you know, I can trust Joey to pull his weight in all of this, which, which is a big deal, you know, as we all know, being in bands for as long as we have.
2: Yeah, well, having... The bottom line is, is the music, or else there is no top line. So, you know, we all like the bottom line is making this stuff happen right here in the garage, slam before we can ever bring it to anybody live because it's not ready yet for you, and it'll be ready when it's ready, but when it is, it's going to rip your heads off. Yeah, it's going to be so good. And uh, No, it's going to have, that music like this has to be justified. You can't just fake it. You can't just, you can't put it on a laptop and uh, and smile your way through the show. You got to bring it, like with the, mo- you got to bring it from your heart and your soul with this kind of music. So it's like, you know, that's what it is. Music to my ears. That's what, that's just what it is. So there's no fake in it. And it was evident the first day I came here when it was like, before I even came hearing the record and then just meeting you guys and he- knowing you're from the Midwest as well. I'm from the Midwest as well. Rapid City, South Dakota. So it's just like, you know, there's kind of a, an inherent like Midwesternism, I suppose. Right. That comes with it. It's like a, it's a little bit of a blue collar thing, and oh, it's a, I'm a, I'm yeah. proud I'm proud of that, and I know uh, cut wood, carry water. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, cut wood, carry water. I'm gonna bring my bass, and uh, hopefully there's an arrowhead <laughs> with there as well. Okay.
0: Um. <laughs> so with you coming out here and stuff, I think one of the most, uh, one of the coolest parts of who you are as a person is that. Through all the circumstances that has made it, I know for a fact, made it super difficult for you. You have made it a priority in your life to be an amazing father.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, now I have a four and a half year old boy and he's, it's the most important thing that's ever happened to me. It's like, that's, that's it. So. Yeah, his—he's uh, a
0: long-haired rocker.
2: He's a long-haired rocker from California, <laughs> with the Midwest dad teaching him the Midwest roots. <laughs> you feel uh, that way?
0: You feel like, oh, like yeah. him growing up in California, you have to like really make sure to instill that I mean, part like, of who he is. I, I mean, yeah,
2: it's just who part of who I am, yeah, so it'll yeah. be just inherent. I don't of course. know. There, I mean, there may or may not be a little added extra pressure from our <laughs> surroundings, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, he gets he gets he just gets full throttle me, whatever that is. Um, but it, I gr- did grew up in the Midwest, so it's it's a lot of that blue collar spirit and, uh, hard work, put your nose down, uh, apologize if necessary and look people in the eye when you do. And, uh, and yeah, you know, and work hard.
0: Yeah. Um, and not, not to go too much into your personal life, but I just think it's just amazing how, um, you know, you went through a divorce, and so you make that trip over. You drive over to see him every day, which is it, through Los Angeles is not an easy trip back and forth. And you just prioritize that time with him. And I
2: just think that is just beautiful. Thanks. Yeah, he, we he's, are excited to get to know. Yeah, him. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that'll that'll happen. Hope that'll happen soon. Yeah, good, I'm sure. good, and all a good time. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, so what I mean, do you have you like just we haven't really sat down and had this conversation, but um, are there any? Thoughts or feelings that so from, from the calling to David Cook to Selena Gomez, does Whalen feel? Are there I'm, are there similarities? Are there differences? I mean, there's sh-
2: there's some similarities in the David Cook band in this band because he grew up in Kansas City and then cut his teeth in Oklahoma, so has a little bit of. And then it was that 2000, it was 2008 when I got into that band, and that was a like no tracks. You know, just dudes playing rock music, right. and the rock, and the record was pretty rock. Like it was, um, he wrote, produced by Rob Cavallo, mm-hmm. so, like we said. So, so getting to play those live was cool. So that was a cool thing. So that I, as far as that, I would consider it more of that. But there was more still that sheen to it. This is more. On, this is more honest to me. So you're talking musically? Just musically, just a little more honest, and uh, I don't, I, I guess I don't. Yeah, it's just, it's just a little different. Yeah, but, but more like I guess of, of those bands. More I guess like would, Selena Gomez. This is more like Selena Gomez. <laughs> it's about it's gonna go. It's gonna go off the chain. I mean, it's reminds yeah.
0: me more of Selena
2: Gomez. <clears throat> right? Yeah beautiful beautiful person uh one of my idols for sure donates to charity constantly giving back you know that is one thing
1: i don't really know much of her music but i do see her giving back so much and i we know some other people in her camp and they say that she's just an incredible human
2: she's she's the she's as good as it gets that's cool
0: that's great yeah dude we are uh so excited as we've i think clearly expressed in this conversation um for what's ahead and obviously it's uh infinite uh possibilities i think with the four of us in here making this music
2: that's uh that's what drives the the in the sea of infinity yeah is infinite. uh in this music is is what really propels you know it's like yeah i don't know
0: yeah, i think this is a perfect time to have you on just because like we've been through this three months of like a dating almost getting to know each other on on so many levels and we all just kind of in the last probably three weeks, two weeks, I don't know what it's been, came to a point and said, yes, Agreed. we're going to be a An band. An agreement, right. We all looked at it. We looked at it back, forth, upside down and said, yes, we're going to be a band. That's a big moment. It's huge.
2: So the the future is bright and uh, we're we're in here working hard on it. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, true. It, it, we're we're all excited. Yeah. Dude, thanks for being here, man. Thank you for having me thanks uh warriors
0: yeah they're the ones you should thank definitely seriously
2: absolutely i'm so excited for
0: you to meet them oh my god man me too and i i do thank them because our our god our fan base has just been so supportive and so understanding and you know because shit happens you know like yes you know like tyler was a fucking awesome drummer and tyler changed his life course that was our first drummer you know and then and then nigel came in and that was a great band and then things we separated, you know, cause of cause of life. And everyone's just been so excited about Haas and you and it's it's just it's part of life, you know, yeah. and it's cool. So Warriors, we love you and we appreciate you. We're excited for you to meet Joey. Thanks, y'all. This has been finding
1: our way. The official podcast of the band Wayland Visit WaylandTheBand.com for everything Wayland.